The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From VPM News in Richmond, this is the Daily Newscast. I'm Ian Stewart. This week, the nonprofit Climate Central released its updated warming stripes graphics. Those show average temperatures in cities nationwide going back over a century. Patrick Larson spoke to NBC12 meteorologist Andrew Frieden about the changing climate. Frieden has been at Channel 12 in Richmond for over two decades. His thoughts on climate have evolved in that time. In my opinion, I went from maybe sort of a, a, a an, an agnostic slash maybe even a little skeptical when I was, you know, in my 20s to someone who's sort of, I guess you could say, seen the light. The data he sees now is overwhelming. Global warming is happening. And in addition, the evidence leads me to the conclusion that Earth's um, climate is being changed by us, by people, more than any other thing that you can come up with. Frieden shared Richmond's climate bars on Twitter this week. The graphic shows the city's yearly temperature average, represented by blue and red bars, has been above the norm for almost two decades. He knows he's not a climatologist. But Frieden hopes clear representations like warming bars make it easier to convey that information to the public. And more and more we'll be doing stories on innovative ways that people are attempting to mitigate climate change. Patrick Larson, VPM News. After an unusual school year that was carried out mostly online, Richmond schools held in-person graduation ceremonies this week. Alan Rodriguez-Espinoza spoke with outgoing seniors about what their year was like. Looking back on the last year of virtual school, Richmond graduates described it as... Kind of hectic, you know. That's Elijah Grant. He graduated from Open High School this week. His classmate Jasmine Twyman agreed. It's been pretty hectic, but it was doable. I, I pulled through, so... That's all that matters. Deontay Burns gave special thanks to his teachers, who helped him deal with tech difficulties. The teachers took time out of their day to stay back with me after school to help me with my work. Having to, sometimes having the right people in your corner can motivate you a certain type of way. Kimaya Thomas graduated from George Wythe. She heads to Virginia State University, where she says she's looking forward to studying psychology in person. It's going to be easier. Hopefully I'll learn more. Richmond Public Schools has committed to kicking off next year in person, although virtual learning will remain an option for some families. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. Ryan Keith Cox, one of the victims of the 2019 Virginia Beach mass shooting, has been posthumously awarded the Carnegie Medal for his efforts to save his colleagues' lives that day. The Carnegie Award recognizes individuals who risk their lives to save others. Witnesses say when the shooting broke out, Cox helped usher co-workers into a room and told them to barricade the door, but he refused to join them. As he went out to search for others in need, Cox became one of the 12 people killed that day. The 50-year-old had worked as an account clerk in the public utilities department for 12 years. Last year, a Virginia Beach post office was renamed to Honor Cox. 
On Sunday, an interfaith coalition is hosting an event in Richmond to highlight recent anti-Semitic acts of violence. Confirmed speakers include Rabbi Hal Shevitz, U.S. Senator Tim Kaine, Virginia Senator Ghazala Hashemi, and Bishop Daryl Husband, among others. The event will take place at Congregation Beth Ahaba at 6 p.m. CDC protocols will be in place, including masks, if individuals are not fully vaccinated. 4,000 workers at Newport News Shipbuilding are expected to take part in a massive overhaul of the aircraft carrier USS John C. Stennis. The project is scheduled to last four years and cost $3 billion. Paul Bebo from our partner station WHRV spoke with Gary Graham, a program director for Newport News Shipbuilding, about this undertaking. The carrier Stennis is beginning a midlife maintenance period um, called the Refueling and Complex Overhaul. Can you break down what that involves? It's about a 20 million man-hour project. It takes approximately four years to complete from uh, start to finish, from the time that it shows up in here in the yard until we get back to delivery. Obviously, the R in the RCOH piece is the refueling of the vessel, so it only happens once in the lifetime of the carrier at its at its midlife point. But it but it's an upgrade of all the weapon systems on it. It's a very extensive maintenance time period. Um, it's a dry dock availability, right? So it goes in a dry dock, and and we're working underhaul painting, we're working shafting rudders. It, it, it's really a full modernization and upgrade maintenance period for the whole ship. Now, what is the process specifically of refueling a nuclear reactor for a ship? What's involved in that? It's a very intrusive process to be able to go through that. Uh, a lot of openings that need to be made in the ship in order to conduct it. And uh, it, it's a pretty extensive process to in order to accomplish that. But it only happens once in the in the whole refueling or, or whole life cycle of the ship. It only gets uh, one refueling. Now, what happens in the midpoint of a carrier's life that makes this procedure necessary? In other words, what happens to the systems that make up the ship, and why is the 25-year mark important? Uh, really, it's centered around... Uh, the refueling piece of it, right? The the carrier is made to last for a 50-year time period. It has to be refueled once during its life. And so because of the intrusiveness and the work that goes into that refueling, that's really why you do all the other maintenance at that time period. A, a carrier has multiple maintenance availabilities as it goes through its life. Um, not all of them are dry docking availabilities. It, it, it has to be in the dry dock to do the refueling because that's where the facilities are. And so you definitely take advantage of that time period to do things like tank work and other intrusive work that can't be done when the ship is waterborne. So you, you are doing other similar maintenance along in the life cycle of the ship. It's, it's just that it's all centered around that refueling piece when we, when we do it here at Newport News. Thank you so much for talking to me. 
I hope it was informative and I definitely enjoyed it. That was WHRV's Paul Bebo in conversation with Gary Graham, a program director for Newport News Shipbuilding. The Stennis is the seventh of the Nimitz-class carriers the Newport News Shipyard has overhauled. The company is also working on the USS George Washington, which is 85% complete. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday, 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. 